Hello, and welcome to the Humumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. The podcast where we watch 31 horror movies throughout the hallowed month of October. Ranging from the critically acclaimed to film school projects gone gruesomely awry. And we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Sully Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously. The story you are about to see is true. Names have been changed and certain details in order to protect those affected by this ordeal so they can try to live the rest of their life as normal as possible. <laughs> so that's the introduction to the movie that we watched called Anna. Don't be confused. There are a lot of real movies called Anna. This one came out in 2017. It's called Anna. <laughs> It's hard to find. And it's nothing like a real movie. <clears throat> we watched it on Hulu. That's where you can find it. And Not uh, that you would luck. want to. Hey, don't, spoilers. You don't want... Don't worry. Stop. Don't listen to her. You <laughs> want to see this. This, is, this will change... I mean, it's based on a true story. I mean, they need to see it so they know. So... I'm going to call BS on the whole based on a true <gasps> story thing. What? And not for the reason you think, <laughs> okay. which is it's very unlikely that this is a true story. It is. I'm calling BS because there really wasn't much of a story there, real or not. So based on a true something. Based on a true uh, mumbling and shaky cam nonsense. Yeah, speaking of shaky cam, I went into this wanting to see it really badly because we watched the trailer and I could see that it was terrible, which was exciting. But moreover, I thought from the trailer that it was a found footage movie. Turns out it's a regular movie that's filmed as well as found footage movies are filmed. Which is to say, not. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, this it wasn't just the recording that was terrible, like the filming of it, which was like shaky and blurry and whatever. But the editing was some of the worst editing <laughs> yes. I have ever seen. Like you could see how choppy it was when they were cutting back and forth between like when they had, what do they call that? Over the shoulder shots. I don't know. There's a name for those shots where you're, you know, two people mm -hmm. are talking and they would just like the cutting back and forth between the two faces was so terrible. There would be pauses before people started speaking <laughs> and after they stopped talking and like cut that stuff out. Like <laughs> you don't have to leave every minute that you recorded oh, wow. in your movie. And that's a uh, a common thread throughout this movie. There are a bunch of scenes where people make obvious verbal mistakes oh, one that i love is actually covered in the um in the subtitles this guy said oh you know this place is a dump and it's his friend's uncle's place and his friend says oh yeah my dad did a lot of prada projects here and the <laughs> subtitles thinks he means projects for the company prada that makes handbags but what he was actually doing was misspeaking <laughs> Yeah, that it was funny to me that the the misspeaking was included in the closed captioning subtitles, like uh -huh. like all the time. Which 
was kind of nice because it, it's, you know, inclusive. It's, it's allowing inclusive. everyone yeah. to experience the terribleness that is this movie. Indeed. So one of the other really terrible things about this movie was the script, particularly the parts where they were trying to be funny. Yeah, we didn't say this is definitely a comedy horror movie that's full of attempts at comedy. Okay, this wants to be a comedy horror movie. Yes. But everything was just like weird, stilted, not really funny jokes, which were then made even less funny by the fact that... <laughs> They didn't, like, deliver them with any kind of timing or anything. I hesitate to get too far down on this movie just because, look, I made movies in high school, too. I guarantee they were better than this. They were a hundred times worse than this. <laughs> but, you know, my defense, I was a kid in high school just doing stupid stuff. So, like, I don't want to beat on this movie because, you know, these guys made a movie. They had fun. They created something. And it's a hundred times better than what I could have done in high school. Easily. A thousand times better. But then somebody picked this up for distribution to the world, which never happened to my high school movies, by the way. <laughs> And I feel like that's where everything went wrong, because while this is a fun, good, personal Wait, are you project- using air quotes? <laughs> does that, are, does does that, that mean, mean sarcasm? sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just, you know, it's good for them personally, but the world didn't need to see it. Their friends could have seen it. It would have been fun for everybody. Well, it would have been boring for their friends. But I mean, their friends <laughs> maybe would have enjoyed it more just because of the, the personal, like, ha ha, look at what, you know, whatever Timmy is doing. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I did not see your movies from high school. Maybe they were a hundred times they worse. Were at least a hundred times But you worse. know what? I have seen you do filmed productions of things. Oh, yeah. You have done... Things for you did that behind the dumb show yeah, where I you did those. and and that was a hundred times better than this <laughs> and you it? were doing it entirely by yourself a single person I... no it was the timing was better the acting was better everything speaking of fine acting so in this movie there's two main characters Jake and Sean and the weird thing is Sean looks exactly like Sean Spencer from the show Psych. Exactly. And is desperately, desperately trying to perform the same character. Yeah. He's yeah. not pulling it off. No, he is not. But he's trying so hard. <laughs> he is. He is trying so hard. Only there's a doofiness that the Psych character has that this guy just misses. And in trying to be doofy, he actually comes across as like weirdly creepy as if he has no connection to the real world like like yeah. he's the one oh, yeah, who's definitely. all do air quotes mean sarcasm there <laughs> yeah. are so many people in my life who must be confused now or what do women even eat I'm like yeah that what? was a fun discussion what we have to get food for a woman what do women eat and we know they like trays full of vegetables right they finally settle on a veggie tray, which, like, obviously is the thing that would make a woman feel safe if she were going to meet <laughs> with two completely random strangers in a dark, abandoned warehouse with a haunted doll. And having signed up for spending a few days there doing things that are weird, specifically right. was what the ad told them they would do. Right. That did 
inspire one of my favorite lines of the movie. Oh, and what's that? Which is... A woman feels comfortable when there's a plate for her to eat on of delicious vegetables. With no stumbling and or sarcasm regarding that atrocious grammar... Well, the grammar everywhere is majestic. So they finally decide that the thing that you feed a woman is vegetables. Definitely. Obviously. Just like rabbits. And then his next question is, where would we even buy that? Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) I mean, I feel like we have to point out, like we said, it's a comedy and it is like a goofball comedy when it tries to do comedy. Like these guys are wacky, kind of falling down idiots. And so I think those things are meant to be part of the comedy. But they're just stupid. Like They're so stupid. There's nothing funny about that. It's just, it doesn't make you laugh. It makes you go, have you never been allowed out of your bedroom? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. why don't you know where to get vegetables from? It's a little <clears throat> concerning. I mean, really. Yeah, there's an overtone. Maybe it's just a completely above board, clear cut fact that these guys are incels, as it were, involuntary celibates who, you know, they hate women, they fear women, they don't know what women eat, standard stuff. (laughs) And there's a real element of that throughout the movie where, like, the ghost that occupies the doll only hurts women. Right. And then they end up sort of accidentally working for it, which... Entails, sort of accidentally, yeah. like, agreeing to bring it women. Like, Yeah, which I thought at that moment, he says, okay, I'll bring you women to kill. Well, or actually, he thought what he had to do was kill women for it. And I thought he was going to be like, hmm, yeah, that seems good. Like, I thought he was going to be totally into that. Luckily, he was instead freaked out at the idea, but it fit everything we had seen before that he could have been like, yeah, let's get him. Because they're really misogynist, but in a weird way. Well, and so they, like, do this whole, like, exaggerated, okay, yawn, stretch, (laughs) we're off to get you women now, because they're afraid of the doll, right? Right. And they get out, and then when they're out there, instead of going, oh, thank God we're out, like, burn the building down, Mm -hmm. call the police, run away, whatever, they're like, I I think he sort of starts to hint that at that like okay we're we're out and his buddy is like oh no you made a promise to (laughs) that doll that was the dramatic exchange in the movie you've made a commitment (laughs) to to bring it women like what yeah that was so weird like i don't think he was saying so therefore you have to do it i think he was saying like it's not as easy as running away like it's got some kind of hold over us, and we don't know what that is. I think that that is what the intention was. <laughs> right. That is not how it was presented. Yeah. It, it was off. And of the course, mark. it was actually like five or 10 minutes before that where I actually wrote down a question for you, which was <laughs> Do you think a writer had some plan in mind with this movie? So I'm going to say an emphatic no. Okay. And the reason I'm going to say that is because. Approximately halfway through the movie, suddenly (laughs) there's a vampire woman who's going to help them. Yeah, the satanic witch. The scene where, you know, like they start talking to her basically mid-sentence as if she's been in the whole movie. (laughs) Like you and I both were like, wait, what did we just, did we miss something? Like back up. Specifically, that scene starts off with them like coming in the hallway into the room she's in. 
And they go, oh, we're following this creepy little vampire kid through a hall. And we're like, what, kid? What? <laughs> when does this ever happen? It was the very first mention or sighting of the creepy little vampire kid. Yeah. It who was, was so like strange. a college kid. The um, whole thing was just totally disconnected. I mean, that was more than bad editing, I'd say. Bad editing, but also there's no clear-cut storyline <laughs> yeah. here. And the other thing is, at the end, like the culmination of the movie, it feels like a culmination because the music is more dramatic and it gets dark and there's lots of drippy things and, yeah. you know, the camera work gets more, even more chaotic. But nothing was happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the same things as before were happening. Like the crunchy face monster was crunching on people and but i feel like there was like five minutes where we were watching this girl sort of in the dark like oh, yes, scrape yes. against a wall who that, was she you know what that's when i wrote from? that question down i was like are they just filming random things or do you think there's something behind this there's something they're trying to tell here some story one of the thoughts i had while we were watching and which is sort of related to that i guess is we've had this conversation before about the difference between people who are telling a story and they're so deep in their own understanding of the story or of of what they're saying they think they're telling a story that's right. understandable and they actually will be frustrated that they're not being understood but the truth is they're not actually expressing themselves in a way that other people can relate to like they're they're so into their own experiences and their own interpretation and their own filter that it's completely incomprehensible to anybody yes. else and i really felt like that was like i do think that the people who made this movie <laughs> knew what they like what they were trying to say well that's shortly after that point a story formed basically which was they had made this deal with the doll on accident those are air quotes that Sarcasm. they were gonna kill girls and bring them in then they used the we're gonna go kill girls excuse to escape and they went running which was quite a scene by the way some great running there oh my and gosh. bike stealing it's like they hadn't really used their <laughs> legs a whole lot before well it's tough they were barefoot so then they did that and then they were like oh they had the dramatic showdown out on the street where we could hear every car driving by that was amazing <laughs> And that was clearly like that was their drama scene for class right there. Every once in a while, you would notice that like they were trying to cut some of that noise out because the yeah, sound, like all background out. noise entirely would disappear. <laughs> yeah. And so they have that discussion and then they decide from there to get a psychic to help them exercise the doll. And that twists around by, again accident those are more air quotes to being that they basically deliver the psychic to the doll and wait outside while the doll kills her see that's another place where it delves pretty deeply into that whole incel we yes. hate women kind of thing yes it because does. they're presenting it as though like oh well they just can't take the tape off of her mouth because she <laughs> might scream and like they don't trust her and they really just need her to help them out and yeah. but really what they have done is kidnapped this woman and tied her to a chair mm -hmm. and shoved her into an abandoned building where yeah. they know a demon is going to eat her like right. this is what they have done and they're like how else do you expect her to expel a ghost Sean what are you talking about she's psychic with her mind. Sure. And at the end, after it's all done, they have this moment where they go, do you think we just <laughs> did what the doll wanted? And you it think? was 
really, really disturbing, like super <laughs> disturbing. What I'm saying, though, is that that sequence of events from making the decision to help yeah. to running away to getting the psychic to accidentally feeding her to the doll, that was plot. That happened. And I don't know if they made that up on the fly or if that's what they were trying to do in the beginning. But there was something there, at least. It was um, not a good plot. So you mentioned, how did you describe it? The The crunchy head monster. Crunchy head monster. So that was Princess Jasmine, right? They go to this, I was wondering that, too. Because... I don't know. So they go to this... Satanic witch. witch. Okay. That's what they call her. So they go to this satanic witch and she's supposed to do this ritual to like help them defeat this monster. Mm-hmm. But of course she tells them they have to close their eyes. Like there's certain <laughs> things they have to do, which they completely ignore because right. they're filming this for a show. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what? A show? And they all try to play off that they're not talking about doing a show while they're holding a huge video camera. Yeah. So somehow what I understood from that is that because they like had their eyes open and whatever, they upset the demon that she called. Yeah. And she got possessed. Like like she, it, they ruined That's the ritual. Reasonable. And so now she's possessed. And so now she has this like, how do you even describe that? Like, well, like, like her, her face head, split open. Yeah, her head is Pac-Man now. Yes, yes. Only like not as cartoony. <laughs> yeah, almost More, as cartoony. Almost <laughs> as cartoony. More, like uh, sort of like a really nasty Muppet. Yeah, she was very much like a Muppet. Yeah. So, but she has like human body. Yeah. In just brawn underwear. Yeah, wearing underwear, even though in the ritual she was totally naked. I noticed (laughs) that any scenes where they were going to have to, like, they were going to have full body shots, like, conveniently she decided to put underwear on (laughs) after she became possessed by a demon. So she's running around and she's like grabbing onto them with her. Pac-Man head, mm-hmm. sideways Pac-Man head. Right. It's her face sort of looked like a oh, what's that plant? Venus flytrap. Yes, like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. So she's like biting on them with her Venus flytrap head, but causing zero damage. Yeah, she could grab them and like drag them across the room, but it was okay, even though there were big fangs. There were. There was no blood. There were no injuries. They didn't even pretend. <laughs> they didn't like, care. There wasn't even a change in facial expressions. Well, that may have been for other reasons. What other reasons? I mean, just lack of ability. For the most part, it looked like the two of them, the facial expression they each had was, <laughs> we're making a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty <laughs> Like accurate. the whole time. And they kept looking at each other and being like... <laughs> They're like saying the lines. They're in the middle of a scene. And you could just see them looking at each other like, oh, dude, we're making a movie. <laughs> Isn't this fun? Oh. But, the, you know, the monsters, the shots of the monsters would cut and be zippy and the cameras jerking around. I had no idea what was going on with monsters 90% of the time. It was only by the end of the movie that I understood even the crunchy head monster. Oh, yeah. I believe that that was intentional. I believe that a lot, they were using a lot of things, you know, the quick cuts and the darkness. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was, there was what, 30 seconds of a scene that was straight up pitch black? <laughs> like, yeah. like they might as well have just had no footage at all and they just had sound for a little while. Yeah. But they had, you know, shaky cam and weird cutting and everything. I think they didn't have something scary for us to look at. Like lots yeah. of times, like it would almost pan to the monster and then it would cut back to them. <laughs> Dude, making a movie. 
um, as they were being attacked. And I do think that that was all intentional to cover up the fact that they didn't have good CGI or makeup or mechanics or whatever was necessary to make something scary. Yeah, and the shaky cam and craziness was to the point that I wasn't even sure how many different monsters there were. There were there were at least two. There was the crunchy head monster and the elephant monster. But and there was the like the one with two girl. There was oh. like the okay. So there were several scenes where they were you were looking at the doll and she's sitting in oh, somebody's yeah. lap. So there was and like I'm a th- ghost girl I holding was wondering the doll. If that was the crunchy head. Girl. I don't think it was because that person, ghost, whatever, was always like dressed. I think it was supposed to be like the girl or woman who was possessing the doll who was making them bring women. Like that was the the big bad. Very unclear. Because sometimes they would kick the doll and it would cause the crunchy head monster to retreat. (laughs) Yes, and go bat. That was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> she didn't actually turn into a bat, but she did like disappear very much like that character in What, what, we, it, do in what we Do in the Shadows. Yeah. One of my favorite lines in the movie was when Sean, Sean runs up to a door, pulls it open, looks in it. We never see what he sees. And he yells, it's some kind of Willy Wonka ghost. And runs the other way. <laughs> and I'm like, what was it? <laughs> What did you just see? Oh, yeah. Who knows? I I really think they were going to film something to put in there, and they didn't. I believe that. Because the feel I got from this movie was that they were supposed to do a feature-length film for their film class, which, of course, they I'm sure they had the whole semester to do, obviously. It's a big project. But these guys waited till the last weekend and did it all over the weekend. Oh, yeah. For sure. I do think that I could guess at some of the requirements in their rubric for this assignment. Yeah. One of the requirements would be that it was at least 90 minutes long. Yes, this movie was an hour and 38 minutes. And they only got to that number because (laughs) of all of the pauses and sloppy cuts that left too much time before and after. And and definitely many, if not most shots in the movie before cutting away at the end of the shot, it would go into slow motion for like two seconds. Just yep. slow motion end of the shot. Yep. Just a little like, oh, drag that on just a tiny uh-huh. bit. Yep. I'm sure that they had to have 90 minutes worth of film at the end. Yeah. Which also explains the classic watching the doll scene. When they first get the doll, they set it down and they're just sitting there looking at it. And they're like, oh, we guess we better watch and see what it's doing. For like 60 (laughs) seconds. But that 60 seconds was then followed by a three minute long montage of them watching the doll set to an amazing song Um. by... Uh, some band that clearly they were members of. Yes, some band, which was the only thing where the closed captioning was wrong. Like, yeah. I'm listening to the song and I'm like, those aren't the words. What? Huh? <laughs> What's happening? You mentioned one of your favorite lines, the Willy Wonka ghost line. Loved it. Um, I also had another favorite line. Yeah. That happened sort of shortly before the climax of the movie. And one of the main characters, I don't remember which one, asked, is it over? (laughs) And I was 
desperately hoping the same thing. Well, there was a point where we paused the movie to look how much time was left, and we were shocked. Yeah, it was. there were like 40 minutes left, and I was like so hoping that we were about to be finished with this movie. Yeah, it's worth pointing out that we both took a big nap after this movie. <laughs> it was exhausting. So they carried around a stick, sort of like a like a one by a two by one, something like that, like a big stick with two pairs of scissors attached to it. Yes, it was a it was an axe. Yes, a scissors axe is what I called it in <laughs> it my is notes. A scissors axe. Um, which they just carried around for most of the movie, <laughs> and then finally, like in one of the final scenes, they did use the scissors axe to defeat the monster yeah they use Chekhov's scissors axe right if you're going to show a scissors axe in the first act (laughs) entire half of the movie (laughs) constantly then you better use it to kill a crunch face monster in the third act yeah that is a classic film rule yeah and then finally it was over and i thought the pain was done and then the credits started to roll and i don't know what font that was (laughs) but it was Adding insult to injury. It wasn't a great font. It was like lemon juice squeezed into the <laughs> the paper cuts that was this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've got a rating in mind. Ratings. So here's the thing. You're right. There were people who worked on this movie and quite possibly put lots of heart and energy and love yeah, into it. True love, because this was the Crumb family. There were like four members of the Crumb family in this movie. And I want to say, before I go any further in my rating, that I do have respect for people who create things, even if those things turn out to not be great. Because creativity is amazing and you can't get good at something unless you do it badly. True. I truly believe that. Yeah. And and I do the same thing. Like I have lots and lots of things that I have done that are terrible and people would hate them if they saw them. Fine. Yeah. I, that's so good. respect to the Crumb family and everybody involved in this movie. Respect. That being said, Uh-oh. I knew 10 minutes in, <laughs> five minutes in. A minute into this movie? I don't even know. I knew so early on that this was going to be my zero for the month. Yeah. Like, it just... We stopped several times in the first couple minutes to check with each other that we were sure we wanted to keep watching this movie and not try something else. Right. And then when we paused it and there were 40 40 (laughs) minutes left, like... It was sad because we were already so far into it that you we couldn't stop at that point. But the idea of having to go through 40 more minutes of it was painful. So this is definitely a zero for me. I honestly can't think, aside from creativity, more power to you. That's awesome. Aside from that, there is nothing to like about this movie. It should not have been distributed. Well, yeah. Yeah, it should, should not. It this- should have just been turned in gotten whatever grade it got and moved on and maybe the level that it was made at it would have gotten a good grade like maybe i mean there were a lot of in my high school this would have been an a sure there were tons of skill that went into this but when you put it up against actual movies it can't it can't compete Yeah, it actually made me think of when I was in high school trying to make things. I would do editing 
with two VCRs and you would actually, you know, like pause one tape and start the other and pause and stop. And that's how I would cut it. Like, you know, I hit record, hit play and, and it made for really rough cuts, but they actually were better than this. (laughs) To, yeah. a de- to a degree. I mean, they did kind of make some fuzz in the show and stuff, so. And this movie was made in 2017, so they were not using no, two VCRs to cut this VCRs. movie. So, I guess, you know, I truly hope that if these people really, really want to make movies, that they keep making movies and they keep getting better at it. But I won't be watching any more of their movies unless I have really good <laughs> reviews from a whole lot of people. In yeah. the future. Okay. I think that's a fair rating. You know, I hate to I hate to say those kind of ratings to these poor innocent boys. But I'm a little bit torn between two different ratings, one of which is infinity percent higher than the other. <laughs> because I don't know. I mean, you know, it's fun to watch terrible movies. But on the other hand, it wasn't really fun. It was kind of unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Kind of really unpleasant. And I want to be there for it. Like, like a lot of this attempts at humor were so bad that they were funny, but not so much that I actually laughed. So since I never actually laughed during this comedy, even at how bad it was, I guess that's putting me down to the lower of my two choices, which is a zero. So uh, we even forgot to use a rating system, but I guess if you have zero, it doesn't matter what the object you have is because you don't have any of them. So zero out of five somethings is what I give this movie. I don't really recommend you see it, even though it is truly terrible. I imagine if you were really into marijuana and you wanted to spend an evening with your buddies in college watching a movie you'd have to smoke a very lot of that marijuana but you might have a good time you might but you also might be really bored and fall asleep that is more likely so maybe it's not a good choice that's why the zero i mean if you want to watch a horror again air quotes are sarcasm yes if you want to watch a horror movie but you don't really like horror movies, this might be a good one. Well, except it's sort of gory and got weird, creepy monsters. But it's so distractingly (laughs) terrible that you might not even notice. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. So this one was was sort of disappointing in that we like to watch good, bad movies or bad, bad good movies. This was just bad, bad. Yeah, it was bad, bad. And I'm sad that that happened. I I think it's good that we have one zero every year. It, <laughs> Except it, you know, that means we have to go through the zero every year. That's true. That is a sacrifice that we're willing to make for you, our loyal, loyal podcast listeners. Thank you for being so loyal that you sat through this. But believe me, this was better than the movie. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow, there will be something better. Definitely better. I am completely sure of that. We were 
not showing ourselves. No, we, we are, are showing, showing ourselves, ourselves. But you're not showing yourself.